0: Welcome back to The Relatable Black Girl, where I'm your host, Simone. And on today's episode, I want to talk about dealing with workplace drama. I've had a lot of experience with workplace drama, and I feel like some of it was so avoidable because there were so many red flags that I was just overlooking. So I just wanted to do this episode about workplace drama, red flags, knowing when you need to leave, and then really good ways of just avoiding drama at work when I tell you some of my worst experiences working has been me ignoring red flags because when I tell you I look back and I'm like oh my gosh it was so many like how did you put yourself in that situation I got hired at this nursing home when I first came down here. And I just want to start off by saying nursing homes are red flags. (laughs) Some of them are not that bad, especially when they're very like diverse. It's like a diverse group of people in there. They're not bad, but a lot of them are red flags just to begin with. So I get hired and the DON is the one who hires me. I haven't met anybody. I haven't been orientated to the building. I don't know the patients. I don't know my coworkers. The very first day of orientation state is in the building. Instead of sending us home because the state, he's like, oh no, I planned for you guys to be here on this date because I thought they were coming and We need an extra set of hands. None of us have orientated We don't know where anything is like, what do you expect us to do? You know, this is something that you and your staff should have already prepared for, you know, called a couple of extra PRN people in. I'm sure they would have been happy to come if they knew while the state was in the building, you guys were going to overstaff. That was such a red flag. It was such a red flag. And then I'm there helping out. I look like a family member because I had no idea that I was going to be hitting the floor. But everyone in orientation looked like family members. We all had on just regular clothes and we all were just like, oh my God, like what's going on? But me in particular, we'll call them Nurse A and Nurse B. Nurse A was the ADON. Nurse B was just a nurse on the floor. When I tell you they were going in on me and saying I should be ready at any occasion, I should have wore scrubs to the clinical, and and I felt like, no, I shouldn't have. <laughs> I shouldn't have to be on this floor, you know? Um, but it was really hard for me to, like, feel like I was right because— like even my D.O.N. was kind of like agreeing with some of the things that they were saying. And so in my mind, I was like, OK, well, maybe I should have just wore scrubs. I should have been ready to hit the floor. But that that was really like gaslighting at its finest, because I should have not been on that floor to begin with. And them making those comments when I'm helping them, I'm going and getting ice water for the patients. They want extra blankets. They, I'm literally helping you be happy. Okay. Be happy. And so I, like, I ignore the red flag. I, I continue to go back to this place and work and I'm working the night shift. The other nurse is working the day shift nurse B she's doing her morning round. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, she's taking a long time to do her morning round. I go past the room and she's digging in the trash can. She is digging in the trash can. And I'm like, um, maybe that patient threw something away by accident. So, you know, I keep walking. And then I watch her go into another room and I look again and she's doing the same thing. She was digging through the trash can, I guess, trying to find evidence I have no idea it was so strange all I know is that she comes out of one patient's room and she's like yelling I'm not putting myself at risk I'm not about to jeopardize my license and lose my license for nobody and she's like going off and I'm so confused so we have a conversation she calms down we talk but it just did not sit right with me it just did not sit right with me and her doing that red flag (laughs) Girl, I'm not about to make you lose your license at a nursing home where every patient is stable. And if they're not stable, we send them out to the hospital. Okay, so I'm like, okay, I need to talk to the D.O.N. because that made me uncomfortable. And so when I talk to him, uh, he just starts immediately talking crap about the nurse. He's just calling her old heads and. The things that he was saying had absolutely nothing to do with the problem or work or anything. It was just him... Dashing her and I thought it was so strange and it made me feel like if someone is coming to him with a problem about me is he just immediately talking crap or is he calling me and letting me know the person's concern so that we can actually have an adult conversation (laughs) about what's going on I just feel like that's a major red flag a lot of people be thinking they have these super close relationships with their managers and their supervisors and Just because they're talking crap about other people to you. Like, no, a lot of the times these managers and supervisors, they are playing both sides. And some co-workers will really believe that they have a very close personal relationship with the managers. And really, they don't care about you. (laughs) Okay. Not like that. I'm not saying they don't care at all. But they really just want you to do your work. Because if you're not there doing the work that you're doing, by them being the manager, or the supervisor, they have to pick up that extra slack. And a lot of managers and supervisors are salary. So they don't want to have to do any extra work. So they try to keep everyone happy. But sometimes the way that they go about that is just so unprofessional. So don't even waste your time thinking that your manager is your friend. Like they're not. And that's another thing. Stop thinking coworkers are your friends. And my current job... I only talk to my co-workers about things related to the job. I don't talk to them about anything personal at all, period. And I really learned from my previous jobs that even if it's good news, like keep it to yourself. I was orientating a girl at an old job and she was talking about getting an apartment and decorating. So I started showing her my apartment and this and that. And she makes this comment. She goes, oh, I see why people are jealous of you. You share too much of your information. And I was like, what? Like and I'm like, who is these people? Because first of all, <laughs> you just got here, you know. But it's like even if you're sharing good news, like I always felt like I'm not going to tell my coworkers any bad news because I don't want them in my business or not telling them anything that I genuinely care about because if they do tell other people it's not that big of a deal to me because it's it's something that I would I would tell someone else and not just them so I never really thought about good news until she said that and it put it in my mind and then I was working with another co-worker and they had a really big falling out with a uh, Another coworker. <laughs> I hope you guys are following. But these are two coworkers who had a fallen out because the one coworker was talking about how she was a homeowner. And he felt like she was like sneak dissing him because he wasn't a homeowner. And he just started trying to make her work a living hell. <laughs> And I don't think she meant it in that type of way, but I think he felt some type of way that this person who was working under him had something that he didn't have, which I thought was strange because the woman was much older. So her being a homeowner wasn't. A surprise but sometimes people will hear you have something and they will be jealous of it your boss will know that you're moving or that you just bought a new house or you're struggling with your bills and they feel like you need the job and they will take advantage of that and i feel like at this big grown age that we all are certain things are not bullying i feel like bullying should be replaced with the word harassment okay because you're not being a bully like a lot of the things that people are doing that is harassment if you're following someone around the job making comments if you're constantly walking past someone and you're saying things or you're just trying to antagonize and provoke that person i just feel like that is not bullying like that is harassment like we are not in elementary school i feel like the word bullying should be replaced with harassment a lot of the times because if somebody is purposely going out of their way to bother you do things to make you feel uncomfortable that is harassment and if you feel like you're being harassed at a job you should leave immediately especially if you don't have any like hardcore evidence like emails and text messages All you have is your word against their word. You don't have any witnesses. Yeah, you need to figure out a way to get yourself out of that situation and find a new job immediately. I've dealt with harassment at the job before. And when like shit hit the fan, the girl basically said she felt like I was being rude to her because she spoke to me and I guess I didn't hear her. She said she spoke to me and I didn't speak back or she said excuse me once and I didn't say thank you. I thought that one was strange, but that was like her whole reason for like disliking me, causing a huge scene and just being really just rude and obnoxious. And a lot of people I find have a problem when they feel like somebody else doesn't want to be their friend or talk to them. And I think that's very strange because I've been at jobs and had conversations with people and we talked and when other people come around, they act like I didn't exist. And you know what? I just never talked to them again unless it was a work related. You know, if I was trying to have a conversation with somebody and I feel like they're brushing me off, I'm just not gonna talk to them anymore. Like, it's really just that simple. But sometimes people take people not liking them very, very personal. And sometimes it's not necessarily that you don't like the people. It's just, you're just minding your own business and staying out of the way. Or some people you really do need to just avoid and ignore unless it's like related to work because they will have you in some mess, you know? And it's not your job to warn the new people when they come in and, oh, stay away from this person or that person or be careful. Like, no, let people see it on their own. Like, let them go find out for themselves. And then if they want to come back to you and they tell you like, oh, she did this or she did that, you can let them know like, yeah, she did the same thing to me. You know, it's OK. That's just the person that she is. Because I found that a lot of these people who have certain type of personalities they are annoying to everyone but a lot of people just ignore them they ignore the behavior they'll just let them vent they you know they don't chime in on it they'll just let that person talk so don't really worry too much about that if you feel like why isn't everybody else seeing this like they do another thing that I want to talk about is the whole work bay, work husband I'm really against it I just feel like it's a really big no-no I dealt with sexual harassment at the job and oh my god when I tell you I had such a tough time with it even though I had like a text message a disgusting Long paragraph text message that was sent to me. I'm sitting on my lunch break, eating a sandwich, talking to my mom in my car. And it was just so unwanted and out of the blue. And I got so much backlash from certain female co-workers, certain ones who actually liked him and had a crush on him and felt like, oh, he's a nice looking guy and, you know, I got a lot of like backlash from them. But what I actually did find out is that two of the older women, like much older, but he was an older man too, but much older, like literally they had kids my age. I think they might've been much older than him. He was also doing very sexually inappropriate things to them. And some of the women who gave me the backlash, he had actually convinced them that they was the one sexually harassing him and trying to get with him. And these women are like showing me text messages in their phone. One lady was like, he sent her a picture of his private area. And I had such a hard time with a lot of people feeling like suck it up. Oh, well. And there was like no real disciplinary action done to him. And it was so hard. And I just feel like doing the whole work bay and work husband, if someone does crosses the line with you, it'll make you have a hard, harder time, you know, as a woman. So just be very careful with that. Again, I am Simone. This is The Relatable Black Girl. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please leave a review, leave a comment. I would love to know your feedback and I will see you guys next time.